0: Making the decision to exit a relationship with your child's mother or father is no one's original intent. In fact, it is one of the more difficult things that anyone will ever do. But those that find themselves at this crossroad have to ask, when enough is enough, how do I follow through with my conviction And we have to answer the difficult question of what happened before that allowed for me to end up in this position now. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. Hello, blended crew. This is going to be an amazing episode because we have a very special guest. She is my guest every day, which I have the privilege of saying. But it's my wife, Margaret Wallace. Hey, babe, how you doing?
1: You just go full Margaret.
0: We're going to go full Margaret. It's Margot to all of you. It's Margot to all of you. Correction. How you doing?
1: You know... I have some mixed feelings and emotions right now, but I am excited that we are doing this.
0: Absolutely, this mm-hmm. is the very first interview to ever take place on the Blended Podcast, and there's no one better. This is top notch. Like honestly, we're we're likely to go downhill from here, but you know what? We're the first one's going to be a bang. Um, we are talking on a very sensitive subject, a subject that was very much. Margot's experience to some degree as far as operating as a single parent at a point in time and just the departation from the relationship that made her a mother. Like this is this is heavy stuff. Yeah. This is big. This is life. Like the response that Margot or the path that Margot took, the path that Margot took has ultimately created the opportunity for this family so it's just it's not something to be taken lightly and she is in my opinion the perfect person to just disclose her experience so i'm super grateful that she is on here this is going to be good stuff strap up and please know a significant portion of what we are going to discuss we haven't gone gotten into the nitty-gritty on a lot of these topics so honestly as her husband as her friend, as her supporter, as an individual that understands the impact that her story has had and will continue to have. Like, I'm just excited for, for what's ahead of us. And tissues are ready. We're, we're prepped. because <laughs> <laughs> Because who knows? But, Margot, if you can just tell us briefly about yourself as far as upbringing, age, birth were like you know just a o- slight overview overview on who you are okay. and what you're up to these days
1: oh okay um that wasn't one of the questions but <laughs> <laughs> okay so I am um, Margo I uh, can be a pretty calculated person so for me uh, surprises are not always fun <laughs> but I am 30 years old I turned 30 a month ago two months ago now who knows it's 2020 I could be 32 um and I I have four beautiful children that I get the honor of raising with you Jeremiah (laughs) and I okay overview of myself I don't know okay upbringing I was without getting into crazy detail I didn't have the best childhood um didn't have a great uh i don't have really have too many memories growing up um, and the ones i do have are not that pleasant but there are some pleasant ones too i have four siblings plus some step siblings as well and so overall um, i grew up with four siblings i'm the middle child and i was very much a rebel growing up and i now i like rules So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I um, work at a great company, and I like the corporate world, and I love Jesus.
0: Amen to that. And she also is totally just head over heels for me. Most days. Most days. Most days. days. So like, you know, four out of seven. (laughs) Um, But um, again, excited to talk about this subject. It is super sensitive, but we're keeping it 100 as we discuss these topics because that is what's necessary. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and start with um, I want you to go back to the brain and the mindset of your younger self. I know you said you don't have too many memories, Mm. but was there a moment in time where you imagined family and what that would be like for you down the line in the future and if so what did that look like
1: okay so when I initially saw that question when you sent it I quite literally could not pinpoint a time where I thought about my future family there was not um, I remember because I didn't have a good childhood, I remember saying I would never do certain things. Um, but I never, I, I didn't have this like perfect picture of a family. I didn't, even people, you know how some people think about their wedding day and dream, I never thought about a wedding day. Um, I, so I, that was, it's really, that's a tough question for me to answer. Uh, but really to answer it short and sweet. I don't, I didn't really have a picture of it. I just knew that I wanted something different than what I experienced. Yeah. If I, if I did have a family.
0: Yeah. And why do you think that was? Because obviously not everybody is dreaming about the family and what that's going to end up being. But do you think that there was anything in particular as a result of your upbringing that caused you to kind of retract any expectation
1: Probably, honestly, because the only time I spoke about family or in the future was when someone asked, like, people would ask, like, oh, when you grow up, how many kids do you want? And I always said six, um, because I didn't know any better. (laughs) Um, Or I, yeah, it really was when the the question was posed to me. I had, like, crushes, and I was like, oh, I'm going to marry this person, Mm -hmm. you know, one day. And, but that wasn't, it, it was, I didn't daydream about family. You know, I didn't really daydream about my future, honestly, uh-huh. in any capacity. I thought, actually, wow, now that I think about it, because um, I was I was a mess when I was a teenager, and I used to think, oh, I'm not making it past 16. I'm not making it past 18 as far as like living. Uh-huh. And whether that be because I, deci- I had it made up in my mind that I was going to take my own life by that time, or I wasn't going to live given the current sec- circumstances i was putting myself in so um, i think that's why i didn't really think about it about no. past 16 18
0: yeah well yeah. this stuff is coming up that's <laughs> going down tissues ready people Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, you enter into a relationship at, and this is the person you eventually have a child with what at what age did you come into that relationship?
1: I was 16 or seventeen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I was sixteen. I'm trying to think back because dates are like big in my mind, mm-hmm. typically. So I'm thinking it was seven. Seventeen. I yeah. was maybe I think oh, I think it was right before I was 17. Okay. So I was 16. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that is. A bit of a trip because you just mentioned I'm not really making it past 16 Um, and then you enter into this relationship so what was your mindset at that time
1: as far as relationships go
0: Uh, as far as life and coming into Mm. that relationship what was just your perspective on things
1: I was um, I had almost dropped out of high school and I was either, the, you know, either go to juvie or go to a continuational school. And so I went to a continuational school and I was at that point just not really, I was just kind of doing what I needed to do. Uh, I didn't, I think I had one relationship before that. I wasn't into, I didn't want to date anybody. Uh, I, part of it was like, oh, I'm going to save myself for this person that I was crushing on for years since I was like 12. Mm-hmm. He had no interest in me at all, yeah. <laughs> but it was good. I think it protected me and it was a good, a good way for me to kind of have an excuse. Like, oh, I have somebody Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There was nobody else. Uh-huh. Um, but I was really insecure about um, relationships as a whole um, because I didn't trust people. I was, you know, sexually harassed a lot and I did have this just really Terrible view of people of men in general and of guys back then, um, and and I didn't, you know, I wasn't interested in that. But I also was drinking a lot, and I was uh, doing, a, I was smoking marijuana a lot. So I was, I wasn't sober most of the time. So when I met um, our oldest daughter's biological dad, it, it was hanging out with like friends and stuff, uh-huh. and. It's so hard for me to remember the details. It really is. But I just remember, um, I I believe he was interested in me and I was like not interested at all. Not my type at all. Um, But being um, not sober all the time, it was like, oh, okay. You know, I knew he was a liar. Um, Sorry. And this is... No this more. is just back just back then, and I'm not trying to. I don't want to like you know.
0: I'm not defaming anybody. Defame anybody, just, but this is just my. Yeah. This
1: is just the truth from my perspective, and um, I knew he was a liar from the beginning because you know I saw him. I you know I saw how he lived, uh-huh. um, and he was around my you know friend group, and uh, I don't actually remember being his friend before, but I know we were because that's how he was uh-huh. introduced into my life. Anyhow, um, so I remember being you know hi one day and be like oh i guess he's kind of cute uh, i'll try it out for a week and mm-hmm. then see how it goes yeah and so i did and it was more so like my friends and his friends trying to like convince me to yeah. to date him and so i i did for yeah. a week um and yeah Ooh. and then from there he was actually i didn't know this at the time was already dating somebody else when we started dating gotcha um so yeah Yeah. answer the question yeah no it does (laughs) the
0: origin of just how that relationship or the encounter came about and what do you feel looking back having you know matured significantly Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what kept you past that week
1: i had never let my um, guard down And I let my guard down, and it felt nice. Uh It felt nice to feel, like, cared about. Um, It felt nice to feel like I had someone to kind of do life with. Yeah. uh, In the capacity that I was doing life, I guess. Um, And honestly, um, manipulation is a powerful thing. I don't think that that was the intent, but, like, it was, you know, he's good with his words. And I wanted something... And that i didn't know i wanted yeah so
0: so that happened pretty soon after the relationship started what as far as the kind of being entirely engaged in that relationship it
1: was i would say it was about i stayed like i like we stayed kind of we stayed dating but i think it was in it was like maybe after a couple weeks yeah mm-hmm. that i was like okay i'm if yeah. i'm gonna do like i'm i'm in this yeah and it's just so weird thinking on it because I was never in a relationship before, so to feel like completely like okay yeah. this is this is it for me is it's odd to talk about or even think about um but yeah I was i'm 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 a pretty loyal person, and when I commit to something I commit to it um, I didn't know that back then, yeah, you know because I was not very nice to people. I used people very often um there was nice people that wanted to date me and I didn't want to have anything to do with that because I wasn't nice. I knew that I didn't want to involve yeah. anybody else in my chaos. So, um, I guess I gave myself permission yeah um, to care about someone and be cared back.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though he was freaking dating someone else. What an idiot. When I think about it, sorry. But know, when I think about it, it's like, come on. Like I already knew uh, that. It and I didn't know that at the time, but when I found out I still was dating him and then mm-hmm. how like I, let the girl know she was not
0: happy (laughs) for sure (laughs) it's another story another time um
1: man i forgot about that stuff
0: yeah but your your level of investment was extreme um yeah we 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 weren't
1: physically um i was still a virgin Mm -hmm. um so we didn't like have sex for a few months Mm -hmm. still um but yeah
0: for sure Mm -hmm. um and As far as when you, let's fast forward to when you found out that you had conceived, you're pregnant. Um, What is the state of your relationship at At this point point. Mm -hmm. and just the investment then?
1: So we actually were not dating at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, We had broken up the end of the year before, I believe. So it had been like almost six months and I had graduated high school. I was going to oh, the week not. I was graduating high school and mm-hmm. I was going to move to Georgia. Move with my cousins out there to kind of start my life and start fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw our oldest dad for what he was, and um, I was you know it was really ugly. The relationship ended really ugly. He anytime I tried to leave, it was like. I'm gonna hurt myself if you leave me, and so I wanted to stay and nurture. And um, then I was ugly. It was just, uh, it was just super unhealthy. And we were young and just didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Um. So I ended, officially ended that relationship, and finally got like saw my started seeing my worth. And um. So and my a little bit before that, I I wasn't supposed to graduate on time. My mom told me, hey, just. I just want to see you graduate on time. So I did, like, I powered through uh, high school, it, through a charter school. It's easy. So I felt like a genius. Um, <laughs> anyway, I so, I so basically we were not dating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I went to go. I found him. I went to go see, see him at his work because my baby sister, I was going to leave her behind. And she was close to him at the time. So I wanted her to have someone to be there and protect her because nobody else was there. Everyone else was out of state out, as far as our family. Gotcha. And I was going to be moving out of state as well. So I went to go see him. And then he, I guess, you know, saw me. I was different looking. Um, I was more confident and he wanted to be a part of that. And I actually was living with his mom at the time. Gotcha. So he wasn't there um, because she helped me because we were homeless so she helped me you know with a place to stay so I can graduate and then yeah so he started coming around he came around that the week I graduated is it has to be the week I conceived because that's the only time that we had sex again
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um and what was that moment like when you discovered that you were pregnant what was that like for you
1: I like, I felt like my world like crashed, like, what did I do? First of all, I didn't think that I could conceive um, because of, pr- pr- I used to get like, you know, it was physically, I used to get these cysts and um, things were off in my body, so that was something that the doctors had told me. And same with with him, um, if, if I remember correctly. And so the whole time we were dating, I never got pregnant. You know, so I was like, okay, that seems right. Um, and then the one time, you know, that I do, um, when we're not dating, we're pregnant. So I was supposed to leave in August to go to Georgia. I was going to drive out there. And then I found out in July that um, I was pregnant. I was, at, again, at his mom's house, and he was there too. And I was feeling like, you know, I threw up from some cranberry juice uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah, cranberry juice. And I was like, oh, like that's not normal. You know, I had a eating disorder before and I didn't know what my body can handle. Um, and anyway, I took a, a test and I, I remember shaking like crazy. I mean, I was 18. I yeah. had just turned 18 too. I graduated at 17 that, and then I turned 18 that same week. Um, so I conceived around that time and I just, I didn't know, I didn't know. And I went and told him and
0: was it at that moment or later?
1: It was at that moment. Um, and I, I think I don't, if again, I don't remember if, if we were trying, to, I don't think we were trying to have a relationship. I think he kept trying, but I was like, I'm moving. I'm not, do- I don't want to do this, uh-huh. you know? Um, and so, um, that was that. I was like bawling and I could be wrong, but I remember him like he hugged me and I remember him like laughing almost. Um, Like it's like, it's fine. Um, But I knew like he he was not the person I wanted to have a kid with um, because I knew him. Um, And so that's what I remember from that. Yeah. Finding out.
0: And moving forward from that moment, do you recall you guys ever having an adult conversation concerning expectation to, either be in a mature relationship and get things right or to figure out what co-parenting is going to look like just like a like a legit and i use the term (laughs) adult for a reason because many conversations took place i'm sure but an adult conversation concerning a plan no not once
1: not once we may have like spoken about it um but if i'm honest there was plenty of people including some of his family members that said um, be prepared to be a single parent he's not he's not going to be able to do this with you um and that's a nice way of saying it Uh and so i you know I, i was so young and immature i held the baby over his head he held you know he held maybe over my head, and there was, it's just, it's, it's, you know, as a woman, when you're pregnant, it's hard to explain the feelings you have of, like, carrying a child, um, and so it didn't matter at that point if it was his or anybody else's or how I can see the baby, I was going to try to do what I needed to do, I had never, this is a totally different subject, so I don't want to get into the weeds of this, but I never contemplated, um, con- like, well, I never, I was in complete disagreement agreement with people wanting to get abortions Mm -hmm. and for the first time i knew what it felt like to have the idea pop up in my head and i was torn apart about it and so many people told me you know it's okay if you do because this and that and i'm so uh, i mean a thousand percent glad that i didn't but i knew that i was going to end up doing it alone i was going to do my best so i didn't have to but i knew i was going to end up doing it alone. so we didn't have conversations i had conversations with family members and and friends but it kind of, I mean, you don't know what to expect when you're 18 years old yeah. about to have a baby, so.
0: Yeah. What was your greatest fear concerning doing it alone?
1: I didn't know what I was going to do. It's a like a human being. I didn't know how to take care of myself, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I did pretty good for what I, you know, what I was handed or what I was not dealt, but I guess for lack of better terms, dealt. I just didn't know how I was going to do it, and I didn't think it was fair. That yeah. I would have to do it alone.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'll backtrack slightly. But what was it that kept you associated with that relationship? That individual for almost a two-year period prior to getting pregnant? A year and a half to two years, something like that? What kept um, you...
1: Like in the, when, when we were in a relationship?
0: Just even that guy on your radar period because you did mention you know living with his mom and although that doesn't mean you're mm -hmm. in a relationship you're still connected to him
1: I loved his family like they she was I didn't have someone to pour into me or look out for me in the way that his family did and so they became my family aside from him and they didn't treat me any different based on our relationship and so it was like she was you know his mom was my my mom yeah um in times where I didn't have that when my mom was going through her own stuff and didn't know you know how to to be there for me because everyone was kind of trying to figure it out for themselves so yeah that's they were my like that was my family so
0: yeah so yeah. you don't feel as if you got any looking back any of the attention and support and investment that your family could have given you you, you don't feel as if you received that
1: No I didn't at that time there was nobody else in my life that was born into me and supporting me and believed in me the way that they did yeah at that time I wasn't I didn't I wasn't talking to my dad. My parents had gotten divorced. I didn't talk to my dad for a couple of years. it was really ugly. And so I didn't really have anybody. Uh, Yeah, when I think about the timeline. mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So when you think about, it sounds like there was a lot of people that recognized red flags, but what would you say were the top two or three red flags that he presented that ultimately showed you that this wouldn't, this, this is not something that you could do together necessarily like in a relationship?
1: That people pointed out and i recognized
0: i'm um, just the yeah. top two top i mean two, I was just three, two three things um,
1: the trustworthiness um and ability to even take care of himself and to handle business for himself mm. so i again am extremely an extremely loyal person and when you're you are a part of my world and my circle you're not you're going to get the best from me that i can give and which is twisted because anyone outside of that was kind of like subject to some really ugly stuff for mm-hmm. me. But, um, m- my red flag, like in the end, when I finally like left him, or are we going to sure. talking about in the middle of it? No, oh, say, I uh, mean, golly, last two there was, straws. there was so much back and forth. I knew like we were, he never wanted to officially when I had, after I had, um, or even at the end of the pregnancy. And when I had, can I say names?
0: Lynette. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, well, she She's 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 already a, okay, a fan cool, favorite on the podcast. All right.
1: all right. So Linnea, when I had Linnea, um, we weren't dating. Still, it was like not official, but we were living. My mom ended up getting an apartment. She, it was her, and then uh, my two younger siblings and my one of my older siblings, and um, I. They, she cleared out one room and they all stayed in one room so we can have a room in the apartment. So we were living with her once I had Linnea, and it was, like, out whenever he wanted to be out, didn't want to commit to a relationship at that point, and was just, I was really a weak person then, and so I was able, he was able to kind of do what he wanted with me, and so... I finally, like, you know, was gaining confidence, and was like, "This is like last straw type of stuff." um, If you continue to just be out whenever, and I remember having an anxiety attack when I was pregnant, I couldn't get a hold of him. I drove myself to the hospital at four o'clock in the morning, um, and like those things just piled up. And I was like, "Okay, this has to—I have to like stop this." Um, And and sticking around with someone just because you have a kid with them is not worth it. And I had to convince myself of that I saw my mom do that for a long time, and so it just maybe it just was embedded somewhere in there. but um as far as the first time because I went back many times we went back and forth for um the first year and a half of mm-hmm. Linnea's, um after Linnae was born or something like that, but I ended up when she was five around five months old or four months old something around that time I said enough's enough like. If this happens again, you're not coming back into this home. And then it happened again. And that that was something. Um, All kinds of blown up. Um, I told my mom I didn't feel safe with him there anymore. And so I put her in a really awkward position. um, And it got really ugly. Police were called. Fists were swung. Mm -hmm. It was not pretty. Yeah. And so that was the start of me being a single parent Hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and i was gonna ask the first two years of co-parenting if that's what you want to call (laughs) it Mm -hmm. um it sounds like it was pretty tumultuous and that you guys were not really on the same page at any point in time
1: no we were not um there was times where it was like he was dating or seeing somebody. So he was out of my face, not concerned with trying to, you know, do anything or try to get me back. Um, and then whenever that something like that ended, he would be back in my face again. And uh, I really tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now that I think about it um, more than I should have. Like, I was like, okay, he's changed. Let me try. You know, um, and we never um, it was I had her I had her. The court called 89% of the time, and then he would pick her up um, sometimes on Fridays and keep her till Saturday, and then I would get her again. But there was no real commitment to her or to any of that for because, because he didn't get what he wanted from me. So if I agreed, then he would be involved and around more often, and if I didn't, then he wasn't around.
0: Oh, to whatever his terms were. Whatever
1: his terms were. So it, that's why I think I wanted her, him to be around for her sake Um, So I agree to a lot of things I probably shouldn't have agreed to.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, if you were looking back, obviously, having matured significantly, what would you have handled differently after becoming pregnant?
1: Looking back? Oh, man. I would have cut ties immediately um, and not wasted any more time um, because i mean it's it's that's kind of an odd question because when you look back you can see the full picture for sure for what it is um i there's things i mean i wouldn't take back having getting pregnant because that changed the trajectory of my life um for the better because i was i was headed nowhere fast and so linnea was really one of the biggest blessings in my life and ultimately led me to the direction of where I am today and so but as far as the involvement and going back and forth and trying to figure out if I wanted a relationship or not or if I wanted to do this parenting thing with her dad I would have cut it sooner um and just to kind of backtrack a little bit on the the previous question when I finally was done like there was no going back um I there was i had i started bringing I had mentors in my life at that point i had started people were speaking into my life people i can ask questions and it was i was starting to get community around me that i never had before and so he had gone to jail when Linnea was around 11 months maybe no initially when she was around 11 months and then went back again when she was closer to i think right after she was a year old I remember because she started walking when he was in jail um and so i remember like writing back and forth and going to take her to see him and trying to do like my part as um, a mom so she can see her dad and you know writing words are real you know real smooth Mm -hmm. and it was like i want to marry you this and this and that for me i'm like okay i'm not stupid like you're in jail you know (laughs) um and I wasn't to gonna commit to anything and um so anyway, when I finally got people in my life, um, they were they said don't they told me, don't rush into anything. If marriage is if he's serious about marriage and being with you for life, then he can wait six months as you seek to see if this is what's best for you and um see what God says about it and have him do the same thing. And then if not, then you have your answer. Um and if so, then, you know, hey, then we tackle it from there. It was, it lasted a month and a half. He was in another relationship. And for me, I was like, great. It wasn't that I wanted to like try to work something out. I just needed a, you know, like a, this is it. Yeah. Um, and then but prior to that, um, in the conversation with me saying, this is it. I, I asked, like, would you, would you allow our daughter to date someone like you? And his response was, hell no. So for me, I was like, then why would I subject myself to continuing in a relationship with a man that wouldn't even let his daughter date someone like him? So I said, like, that's that. That was how it really ended. Um, And I didn't go back.
0: And I am so glad (laughs) that you did it. Thank you so much for being honest. This is this is real stuff. And mm-hmm. when we are in the height of our emotions, and then you include something well, so significant, like a child, a human life that we all know needs a village and needs support. Children were meant to be raised by yeah. two parents yeah. like period. And although we can do our very best to provide for them, support them, and give them everything that they need, um, there is some form of lack to some degree. Would you say yeah. that as, for, as far as when you were raising her? Um, on my own? On
1: your own? Oh, you know, I did my best. I really did, and um, but I was, I was um, working full time, going to school full time, and I had a part time job. So, like. It was when she was a year old that she... Um, I, I remember coming home one time, and she like turned her head away from me. I went to go say hi to her, and I was like, okay, I can't keep doing it like this. I want to try to do everything I can to make sure she has the best life, but I, I didn't want to miss out on doing life with her. Yeah. So um, single-parenting... With one kid, okay, because some people have multiple kids. I don't know how the heck they do that, but with one kid was, it was hard. But I used the resources around me. Like I, I lived at this place called Tommy's Place, and it was for single parents that were under the age of twenty-one, and it really helped. They helped with guiding me and getting my own place and all that stuff, and and working you know, for a certain reason, not just working to just get money. Um, anyhow. And so I would say it's hard. Um, I am not a father though. And there's nothing I could bring mm-hmm. as a father. People would say like on father's day, happy father's day. And I was, it's like, I'm not her dad. I'm not supposed to be her dad. Yeah. I'll do everything I can, but there's something that as a mom, I can't teach her, you know, I can't teach her how to love a woman when she's, when I'm a woman, mm-hmm. you know, like how do I teach her how, how a man should love a woman if mm-hmm. I'm a woman or to treat them? Um, so, um, the other hard part of being a single parent was trying to, uh, not talking crap about the other person.
0: It's super hard.
1: <laughs> it's super hard. Honestly,
0: viewers, <laughs> listeners, Hey, this is us keeping it PG. We don't defame and just a uh, side note. We don't talk bad in front of even when mistakes are made even when things are done that are not in the favor of our child of our children
1: we still try to uplift not uplift but make make sure that they were not talking down about that person mm-hmm.
0: the integrity of their relationship is very important and things that need to be revealed will be revealed in time
1: exactly and that's what my thing was like when you th- when I think about being a single parent and think about that time frame I did not I I don't know why I had that insight, but I was like, I'm not going to talk down on that person. I just wasn't going to. There was times, there was one time where I did, um, and I I think I said, like, he was stupid or something, and Linnea got all kinds of defensive, and I apologized. I was in the heat of the moment. Um, We were in the car. I remember that clearly. Um, But, anyhow, um, can I share a quick story about when she... um, Okay, so... So she went to daycare, um, Linnea, and she was she started talking really young. So she was a smart little cookie. She still is. But she, I remember I picked her up from daycare one time, and she was around three years old. And she was so upset and like, Mom. And I didn't know what she was upset about. She's like, Mom. and she I don't know her friend's name, but she said, so-and-so's mom and dad picked her up from daycare. I'm like, okay. She's like, her mom and her dad picked her up. Together and they went back to the same house. And I didn't really understand why she was so upset. And then she's like, She's like, That's not okay. I'm like, wait like and I asked her, What do you mean that's you know, what do you mean? She said, They went together to the same house and I had to tell her baby that's normal and that's good and had to let her know, like, our situation is good, but it's not how it's supposed to be. And um, I know it sounds crazy talking to a three-year-old, but we had that relationship and she I, I brought it back, I brought it to her understanding. And so she was really like contemplating in her little brain because she never knew her parents together. She yeah. never knew that. So for her, like, whoa, like that's not okay, that's not normal. And so that I think navigating that as a single parent, um, letting them know like I I wanted to I wanted to be honest with her. I didn't want her to tell like this is great, this is normal, because it was great. It was normal for us but that's not how it should be yeah um so that's kind of i mean there's a lot of different things so being a single parent i feel like that's a whole nother episode but um but leaving the ex which is this episode um was um a lot harder than you think it would be especially knowing that you know this person's not good for you yeah to know this person's not good for you and still choose to stick around for the sake of who knows what like me being alone me being parenting alone or just in general being like in love for the first time you feel like you have to do everything you know there's all these things about relationships and it's like you know
0: yeah i can imagine that being one of the hardest things even though it was apparent that it wasn't good
1: it was so obvious
0: and it was (laughs) dysfunctional and abusive in Mm -hmm. so many ways yeah um it was one of the hardest things you ever did and it was one of the best things yeah that ever happened to you yeah from my perspective
1: because <laughs> i got to meet you i think
0: that worked out <laughs> okay but this really does point to the lack of support system and the, just the how vital family is like just imagine mm mm-hmm. Like, being in a close-knit, not even a close-knit, but just a knit family. It (laughs) sounds like there was no knitting. Yeah. Um, How much you would have been able to avoid if you could ask your dad, like, just, like, ask your dad, hey, is this a good idea? Like, you didn't have that opportunity.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's probably the first adult conversation was having to tell my dad and us both being there in person. And I couldn't let it out of my mouth. And my, All the
0: three of you were there at present.
1: It was me, him, my dad, my mom. Hmm. And my mom had to say it for me because I couldn't say it. Because, you know, my dad's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have a relation. You know, it just, my dad and I just started having a relationship again. Yeah. Then. And so, but my dad looked at him and said, okay, man up. You do what you need to do for your family. And that was, that's what I remember as far as um, adult conversation.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Wow.
1: Yeah all right mm-hmm.
0: well that is um thank you so much that's powerful super powerful testimony and there are so many people that are experiencing this I'd like those when you think about the divorce rate you think one and two it's higher than that you know yeah and at that point people a lot of them a significant portion of those people are operating as single parents mm. they're working out co-parenting there is and there's just a ton of people that have experienced are experiencing and unfortunately a lot of people are going to experience maybe not exactly what you went through because all, you know, all of our stories are unique. Yeah. But so much of what you experienced and what you just spoke on is a great insight. Um and it could provide just the tools necessary to make the right decisions make the right moves make the hard decisions because there's people in your corner people in the corner is huge mm-hmm. i believe that's uh that's going to be coming up one of these uh, uh next episode or the one after that I as feel far like as there's so much system. we could have gone over absolutely man. But we's be done guys okay blended crew thank you so much for listening in my beautiful wife just gave you some fire sorry if that was like pg-17 but this is kind of how we do this is how we live our lives
1: i said uh, the word sex you <gasps>
0: said sex you said some other things that we're gonna have a, a very hard discussion about no i'm playing let's
1: talk about it now I'm
0: playing. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys tune in next time it's going down next wednesday do you end it like that Thanks for tuning in and please subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than
1: what's possible.